Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Those who accept 
the offer, but look back. They accept the offer of salvation, but they look back. They look back to their old ways. They look back to their old living. They look back to their sins. They look back to the pleasures of the world. And such people go to hell, as you and I have been learning in the past several weeks. We also talk about those who do not want to do difficult things for God. Those who do not want to do difficult things for God. When God saved Lot and his family, he told them, he said, do not stay in the plane. Do not stay in the plains. Do not stay near Sodom and Gomorrah. But go far up to the mountains. Go far up to the mountains. Do not stay in the plains. It is easy to stay in the plains. It is easy to stay near. Some of us stay very near the people that God has delivered us from. Some of us stay very near the sins that God has delivered us from. Because we see, we find our Christian life very convenient when we stay near such people. We feel that we are born again Christians, we are we call Christians, but we have not lost anything. So we have not sacrificed anything. We have not lost anything coming to Christ. Okay. Amen. Amen. We hang around with the same people. We go to parties with the same people. We sit with the same people who are drinking constantly. And so we don't feel we have lost anything. Amen. Just the difference is that we come to church. And there are some of you who are in church today and your friends have gathered at one person's home and they are drinking and they are waiting for you. They know that as for John, he's going to church on Sunday. You can't play with his church. As for Jeff, on Sunday you can't play with his church. He will go. Once the church is done, you will come back. So sometimes they wonder why it is 3 o'clock and you have not come. What are you doing in church? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Some of you, as we are preaching, there are certain women waiting for you in your apartment. You know, some of you, it is because of your lifestyle that people feel disgusted to even come to Christ. You, they know you go to church. They know you are a very active church member. They know you are very active doing this, but you are going to church and after you come, you are coming back to sleep with her. And she's not your wife. Amen. Some of you are husbands, Christian husbands, but you have a girlfriend in every borough. And sometimes it's in the name of your wife. So you don't feel you have sacrificed anything. Hallelujah. He said, do not stay in the plans. Do not live in the plans. Amen. Did we talk about another group? Okay, so we, we yeah, last week, I think we wanted to talk about this new group of people who go to hell. And we want to talk about the unwise Christians. The unwise Christians. Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 10. 
Let's read from verse 1. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 1. It says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Yes, I believe this is the first verse that we read that took us far. Isn't that so? Yes. But the Bible says, the kingdom of God shall be likened unto ten virgins. You see, Jesus, whenever he was talking about the kingdom of God, he would find something here on earth that we can relate to. And then he will relate the kingdom of God to that thing that we are familiar with, that we can relate to, that we can understand. Amen. Because you realize that the things about the kingdom, they sound very childish. The things about the kingdom, they don't sound very mighty. So you always find something here on earth. So you always say that the kingdom of God shall be likened unto this. The kingdom of God shall be likened unto a master seed. The kingdom of God shall be likened unto ten virgins. He says they took their lamb and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. Say, I refuse to be a foolish virgin. Amen. May the Bible not identify you as a foolish virgin. Hallelujah. So you see, last week I began sharing with you that a virgin, a virgin is someone who now has come to Christ and has been made a brand new man. You are born again. And the Bible says all things are passed away and all things are become new. Hallelujah. So if you are born again, you are a virgin. If you are a woman who is born again, no matter your background, you are a virgin. Hallelujah. And so when someone is coming to marry you and ask you, are you born again? You say, I'm born again. Are you a virgin? Of course I'm a virgin. Beautiful women 
all dressed nicely with their makeup and they sitting down nicely. They have their is it packet book or book packet? On their laps and they are chatting, they are holding their things nicely, sitting like ladies, you know, and they are chatting quietly, they don't want to speak out loud, so they don't come out as and then the bridegroom is there, the bride is waiting. They are waiting and waiting and waiting. You see, and after they have waited and waited for a while, you see that now their hands are on the table, they are talking, now there's nothing like cross leg with my packet book. You see, afterwards you see that the, the, your niceness is all gone. You lose God. You see that now they are talking, wah, 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 and they are laughing and they are How many of you have seen such a thing before? So you see, when you tarry, when you tarry, what is in you will really be shown. Whether what you are doing is something that you are making up, you are faking to be a lady or not, it will be shown when you are waiting. So you realize that after you have waited for a while, the show of being a lady is gone. You are tired. And then you are being yourself. You are laughing and talking and drinking and spilling. After a while, you see that the table is wet. They are spilling the water all over the place. After a while, after waiting for a while. Amen. True or not true? So the Bible says the bridegroom tarried. The bridegroom was late. And they all slumbered and they slept. And at midnight there was a cry made Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto their wives, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterwards came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Isn't that a powerful parable? It's a very wonderful parable. Now we see here that there were ten virgins. All of them were pure. All of them were born again. There were ten virgins and all of them had lamps. All of them had some oil in their lamps. Hallelujah. There were ten virgins. All of them had some anointing. All of them were praying. All of them were fasting. There were ten virgins and all of them spoke in tongues. All of them had a gift of the Holy Spirit. They all had oil. Hallelujah. They were all active in the church. They all came. They were all 
They were all probably in the prayer meeting. Amen. They were all at a meeting. All of them waiting. Amen. They all had hopes. They all had expectation. They had hopes that by all means the bridegroom is coming. They believed that the bridegroom was coming. That is why they came. They all felt ready. They all felt prepared. Ten virgins. They were all with zeal. They went out shopping. They went out trying gowns, trying shoes, trying hats. They all went out to do their hair. Amen. I said there were ten virgins. They were all doing the same thing. They must have all spent money equally or some more than others to buy the most expensive and most beautiful things to prepare for the bridegroom. Hallelujah. But when the bridegroom arrived, only 50 of them, 50% of them were able to enter. 50% of them, their oil had finished. When the bridegroom arrived, 50%, half of them, they had stopped praying. When the bridegroom arrived, half of them had stopped attending prayer meetings. Half of them had stopped singing in the choir. When the they all were in the choir. But when the bridegroom arrived, half of them had stopped singing in the choir. Hallelujah. Half of them had stopped doing their prayer time. Half of them were not in the church when the bridegroom arrived. Amen. But they came back saying, Lord, 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 open to us. Lord, Lord, open to us. Because we were in before. Lord, Lord, open to us. We were very active. Lord, Lord, open to us. We were once virgins inside. We were born again inside. We were part of it. Amen. And sometimes some people dwell on their past spirituality. Sometimes we feel that we were on fire for God. Sometimes we feel that we were, we were with zeal for the house of God. And so we feel that we can always come back. And even sometimes it shows in your attitude when you come back how that you want to be recognized. You were backslidden for many years. And the church has survived. The church has gone on. And you have come back and you still want to be recognized. And say, Lord, Lord, I was this before. But he said, I never knew you. Amen. You may know all the best, but he says, I, don't, I did not know you. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody today? But the thing that I want you to pay attention to, he says, the foolish one said to them, give us some of your oil. Give us some of your oil. Because our burners have run out. Give us some of your oil. Because our burdens have run out. And they said, not so. Because if we give you, we will not have enough for you and for us. 
fire. You cannot share that kind of fire. Amen. You cannot share that kind of fire. Hallelujah. You cannot share your obedience to the Lord. You cannot share. Many of us, we share too many things. There are too many things. We share a lot of things that you did not share. Hallelujah. But there are certain things in life that cannot be shared. Hallelujah. Some people feel that I, everything must be shared. They feel that everything ought to be shared. But certain things we cannot share. The kind of oil that prevents you from going to hell, you cannot share. I say the kind of oil that will keep you in faith and serving God, you cannot share. That kind of oil, we cannot share. That kind of oil is accumulated individually, drop by drop. And you cannot share. Hallelujah. That kind of oil, you cannot share. Am I preaching to somebody? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you today? I say that kind of oil, we cannot share. It is not wickedness. And it is not selfishness. Hallelujah. Why should I share? Why should I share? in your gospel, or what, what should I share in your, your, your doctrine that teaches you to gossip? What should I share in that? Why should I share in your gossip that you share this gossip with me and I have to take it and I also have to run with it so that I lose my oil? Why should I share in your oil? Some of you gossip too much. Some of you gossip too much and you always people, gather people to share in this gossip with. And when someone moves away from that gossip, you say, she's not sharing. She's not sharing. She's not sharing. I said there are certain things in life that we cannot share. We cannot share. You gossip too much. Some of you, your gossip are driving people even away from the house of God. Some of you, you take the pains even to call people's parents and gossip about the things that are happening in the church. You talk too much. David said, I will not exercise myself in matters that are too hard for me. There are certain matters that belong to the pastor and not you. Sometimes leave certain matters for the pastor. Sometimes you take it too much upon you. Hallelujah. You take it too much upon you. Amen. Some of you, you say so many things. Too many things. And you want to gather people to be with you. And to agree with you. And to share with you. But you cannot share. Amen. You cannot share. Why should I share in your fornication so that I lose my oil? You cannot share. Share in your fornication so you can lose your oil. You cannot share. Amen. I said you cannot share. Because you are my best friend, I should not go to church because you are not going. Because you are my best friend and you say, I am not going today, so I should not go. We cannot share in such a thing. Yes, I like you. You are my best friend, but when it comes to my salvation, I cannot share this oil with you. I cannot share this oil with you. When it comes to the thing that will take me to hell, I cannot share with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you
you are angry with the choir leader because you are my friend, I should also be angry with him. And decide not to send. Because you are angry. Because you are angry. Because you did not take enough oil to sustain the rebuke. Because you don't have enough oil to say, give me some of your oil. Share this with me. Did you see how you are talking to me? From today, we are not going back to the choir anymore. I am going back. Because this kind of oil, I am not sharing with you. I am not sharing with you. I am not sharing. You may make that choice, but I am not sharing this with you. And that does not mean I don't like you. I say it's not selfish, it's not wickedness. But when it comes to my salvation and the oil that will bring me in the way to heaven, I cannot share that with you. I cannot share with you. I cannot share. Amen. I said I cannot share. I will not lose my place of blessing because of some temporal, earthly arrangement that I have made with you as a wife. I cannot lose my place of blessing. I cannot lose the place where God has planted me. I cannot lose the place where I receive the word of God with understanding and refreshing because of a temporal arrangement that I have made with you as a wife or as a husband. That now you are packed and you say you are going so I should follow you. I cannot share that with you. When it comes to my salvation, this temporal arrangement is not worth losing my oil. And I cannot share that with you. I cannot share that with you. Amen. I said I cannot share that with you. Hallelujah. Some of you wives, you pick up quarrels with so many things. You pick up a fight. Because you have the thing that you pick and then you choose. When your husband says, we are moving to Wisconsin, you say, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. We are not going. You can go. You can choose to go, but I am living right here in the Bronx. You see, because you, you know that your hairdresser is in the Bronx. There is no Bronx market in Wisconsin. You can't find yams. You can't find your plantain. You can't find this, you can't find your fish, you can't find this. And so he has chosen to go and live in Wisconsin. You say, you choose to go and live in Wisconsin, you can go. Your aunties are here, your uncles are here, all the funerals are here, the outdoors are here, the Saturday parties are here. If you want to go to Wisconsin, go. But when it comes to the church, when it comes to the church, and the man rises up and says, I don't like the way the pastor addressed me. From today, we are not going to that church anymore. Yes, let's go. We are not going there anymore. Let's pack our things and we go. You see, but your salvation, the oil, that oil, that, that oil that anoints you for the bridegroom, you cannot share. You cannot share. I say you cannot share. There's other useless things that you feel you cannot share. You cannot sacrifice your bronze market. You cannot sacrifice your type of food that you can find in Wisconsin. But you pick and you choose. Amen. I say you pick and you choose. 
Some of you, you have married too much. I say, some of you, you have married just too much. You need the wisdom of Abigail. Abigail. The wisdom of Abigail. Sometimes to dissociate you. You see, sometimes you have married too much when it comes to your relationship with God. But you need the wisdom of Abigail. That dissociates you from a foolish woman. You need the wisdom of Abigail. That tells a foolish man from a wise woman. You need the wisdom of Abigail when it comes to your salvation. It is not everything that we can share. I said the oil of salvation, the oil of salvation, we cannot share. You cannot share. You cannot share. Amen. You cannot share. Hallelujah. You cannot share. Amen. You cannot share. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. The commitment to God is an individual affair. Amen. I say that commitment is an individual affair. We don't marriagely commit to Jesus. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? I'm not separating man from husband. But when it comes to salvation, some of you, you see, one time there was a man in the church, very faithful brother, serving the Lord humbly, and the wife rose up and says, we are not going to that church anymore. And he also packed. And he followed. She's not bright. He's not bright. He's not bright. Amen. Some of you, you share too many precious things. I say you share too many precious things. Before we read uh, the story, in, um, the chapter in Luke, let's read um, this verse in Ezekiel. Ezekiel 18. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 18. It says, verse 20, please, verse 20. It says, the soul that sinned, the soul that sinned, it shall die. Are you listening to me? It says, the soul that sinned, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him. Your righteousness, it shall be upon you. The righteousness of the wife shall be upon the wife. The righteousness of the husband shall be upon the husband. The righteousness of the father shall be upon the father. And the righteousness of the son shall be upon the son. Amen. It is not a joint something. It is not a, a, a family affair. We will each stand alone before the Lord. So he said, the righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. So the righteousness of the one that is saved 
It cannot be shared with someone who is not saved. Amen. So sometimes you feel you come from, oh, your parents are pastors, you're, they are actively in the church, you are doing this, you were born in a Christian family. That cannot be shared. I said there are certain things your parents can leave you inheritance. But when it comes to the oil of salvation, it cannot be shared. It cannot be shared. It cannot be shared. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17 verse 26. Amen. Amen. See, the lost cannot enter into heaven based on the salvation of others. Based on the salvation of your best friend. You cannot enter into heaven because your best friend is saved. Because you were going and coming with your best friend. They were all ten virgins. They were all on fire for God. They were all with zeal. But 50% of us will be left here. Amen. I said 50% is a big number. Half of us. You cannot share your salvation. You cannot share your salvation. Be very confident. And you are putting a lot of risk. Spending a lot of money building this They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted. 
sold. They planted. They built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. It destroyed them all. Verse 30. Even thus, even thus shall it be when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the house top and the staff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. He says, remember Lord's wife. It was just a turn around. Remember Lord's wife. She was saved. She was saved. She was out. But she looked back. Remember Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife. Beloved, don't, don't forget this scripture. He says, remember Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife. The next verse. He says, whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. 34, he says, I tell you, in that night, there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the one shall be left. I say the oil of salvation we do not share. There will be a husband and a wife in the bed. One will be taken, one will be left. I don't know if it's a wife or the husband, but I pray that for me and my wife, we will both be taken. Hallelujah. It says two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Hallelujah. Two women, one shall be taken and the other left. So shall it be on the day that the Son of Man will be revealed. So shall it be. On that day, I say on that day, it will be business as usual. On that day, it will be business as usual. It will be that day you say, oh, today I'm too tired. I can't go to work. I can't go to church today. It will be that day. It will be the moment that you rise up and you look outside and you look at the snow and as you are putting your blanket back to sleep, that will be that day. Don't say the preacher didn't tell you that it was going to come like that. It will be that day that you are in the store and then you bought something and then you give the person $10 but the person thought you gave $20 and he has given you a change of $18 instead of $8 and then you look at it like this and say, ah, is she crazy? Is she confused? And then as you are taking it and you are going, that day, that day, that day, that day, that day, that day, that day. That day, you see that day. That day will be the day. That day. It will be that day as you bring your shopping cart and then the person is too lazy to count. He says, how many of these do you have? Oh, one, two, three, four. You have six, but you have eight. And he says, six. That day, that day, that day, that day, that day, that day. It will be that day when you, are, you stand up and you are insulting your husband and insulting and you are in the middle and you are insulting him and insulting him and insulting him. It will be in the middle of opening your mouth to say, you this, that will be the day. That will be the day. I said that will be the day. That will be the day. That will be the day. 
That will be the day. You see the Guinness bottle in your hand, like this. And as you are as you are passing, they say, as you are holding it like this, he said, the Lord caught you red-handed. It will be that day. It will be that day. It will be that day. I say it will be that day. You will be in the middle of just taking down your hand, your skirt. You are in the middle of just taking down your skirt. And just as he he said, I caught you. It will be that day. I said it will be that day. He said it will be business as usual. They were marrying and drinking and eating as usual. That day. It will be that day. It will be that day. It will be that as you lift your hand and you say, you this woman. And then your hand is going to the face of the wife. That day. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. It will be that day. But may the Lord deliver you. That when the son of man comes, he will still find you standing. He will still find you with oil. When the son of man comes, may he still find you with oil. May he still find you faithful. May he still find you in truth. May he still find you burning with oil. May your oil never run out. May your oil never run out. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord as you stand to your feet. Let us bring the service to
every head bow, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. When Jesus comes, I want him to find me faithful. I want Jesus to find me born again, refreshed and anointed, filled with oil. Is there anyone here like that? Do you want to give your life to Jesus? Oh, the Lord is speaking to somebody. The Lord is talking to you. It is the voice of the Lord that you are hearing. He's here to say, is there anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I was conceived in sin. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me. Forgive me. Make me a brand new person. Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I welcome you into my heart. Take control. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my savior. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Father, we are thankful and grateful. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.